Welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast with your hosts, Goodnight Punk and Windkiller Inc. This week, we go over the guild spotlight and poll, talk about the recent data mine, Wednesday's patch notes, the community update, and more. What's up, Wink? How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, Dan. How are you? Good. Having a good week so far. Nice uh, July 4th, Independence Day. How was yours? Mine was awesome. Spent the weekend at Lake Tahoe and then, you know, enjoyed that 75-degree sunny weather and then come home to a muggy-ass 100-degree Oklahoma. It's been great. Ugh, humidity. Glad we got our dry heat here. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> yeah, humidity here would pretty much make everyone stay inside forever, if they aren't already. <laughs> yeah, that's no kidding. <laughs> well, we got a lot of stuff to go over this week. A lot of Really? I, I hadn't heard. Oh, yeah? Well, you're in for a treat then, because uh, <laughs> show notes are full. Definitely. Got the surprise update on Wednesday. I didn't expect that. Then on top of that... The community update this week, full of stuff. Yeah, it's been it's been a busy week to say the least. I was sitting in an airport when the stuff on Wednesday came out, and uh, sitting there with Darth Snow, and he's doing the Galactic War and losing characters that he finishes battles with and getting pissed off. And <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. bet that did not news. make him happy. Well, cool, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, anyways, I was, had a nice intro here into the member spotlight, but, uh, totally lost it, so we'll just go straight into it, so, this week is Nika, or Nika488, also known as Eric, so we, thank you for sending this in. And uh, let's go over a little of his information here. Put his location as Menlo Park, California. It says Silicon Valley, Valley, basically, which I kind of looked up right before we started here. My work does uh, all their training in Milpitas, so I knew right where that was after I looked at it. Kind of crazy. So now I'm kind of curious if he's an NFL fan if all, at all or a 49ers fan, considering his stadium so close to there. Yeah, no kidding. I mean... Even from San Francisco before, that wouldn't have been very far, but especially now that it's down in Santa Clara, it's probably uh, be a nice short drive to go to a game if you wanted to. We're on a roll this past two weeks, though, because last week with Zath being Pittsburgh, a team that I dislike because uh, they beat my Cardinals in the Super Bowl. And then, of course, being a Cardinals fan, I am not a 49ers fan either, so. Let's see how many weeks we can go with people from cities where uh, teams I don't like are from. I'm sure we can keep that streak going. Yeah. We'll see. There aren't really any teams in Germany I dislike, so Bumayi is all right. <laughs> this is age at 40, gender male, occupation vice president of product management. Pretty cool. Education MBA, another master's. Very nice. Now, this is the one I wish I'd got more information about. So, interesting fact. I've lived in eight different cities. Pretty cool. Not, I mean, that's probably a little more than some people. But the second part here, 
Oh, and I've died twice and come back. <laughs> that needs a lot more clarification. We'll either have to have a part two next week or maybe just a small segment explaining this because there is no way I can go much further without knowing exactly what the story is there. Right. You set up one of those voicemails so he can just call in and leave the uh, the little snippet and put it in the podcast. That's a really good idea, actually. That'd be awesome. So for hobbies, he has motorcycles, which is pretty awesome. MMA. He says he trained for a long time, but not to fight, just for fun. can respect that. A lot of hard work goes in there. And then movies, which... I can attest to the movies one. Gave me a lot of good uh, recommendations today when I was talking about how I like westerns, but there never seemed to be any. So I have to check out some of those. I'm curious what his, what kind, what kind of motorcycle uh, hobbies he likes. Is it just to ride them or if he likes racing or any of that kind of stuff? Like, yeah, that's a good question. I know most people that are into motorcycles like just about anything to do with them, it seems like. Yeah. My big thing recently has been uh, flat track racing and trials. Love watching those two things. They're pretty awesome. I can't believe how yeah. how they slide across the ground on the turns. It's crazy. If I went that far, I'd just topple over and spin about 700 times. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Looks fun. A little bit scary, but... Yeah. Leave it to the professionals, I guess. Yeah, no joke. Favorite music genre and artist... I'm all over the board, which seems to be a theme, but we'll try to break it down here a little, be, a little bit. Trance, 80s, South African rap. So I'm another one where I'm like, how did you get into South African rap? That's a question I am curious. It says, but metal is my favorite. Five finger death punch in any given day. Heard both of those, and they are both very good. So good choices. And to say these all over the board's a big understatement. <laughs> um, <laughs> most of those don't really have a whole lot in common from what I can tell. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, you have heard those South African rap metal crossovers, so those are those are pretty good. Don't think I've heard those. Math check it out. <laughs> I think I think I made it up. Just <laughs> just thinking. Favorite food? Burgers. You can never go wrong. With a nicely cooked burger. It's hard in hell to go wrong. Um, now, you can buy it from a fast food place and go wrong, but... <laughs> not if you go to In-N-Out, though. That was the best part about being out in Nevada this past weekend. I ate In-N-Out twice. My God, so good. <laughs> the awesome thing about In-N-Out, I live in Arizona, so we're right next to California. When I was a kid, we used to drive to California for all our a lot of our trips, you know? And we used to go to In-N-Out all the time. Well, about 15 years ago, In-N-Out moved to Arizona, too. So I've been eating it forever. I love In-N-Out. Ah, but, lucky. But I didn't go for, like, the first year it was here because any they only opened one. And if you went to it, you had to wait, like, two hours to eat. Oh, damn. The line was... Um, it was amazing how far people were willing to wait in a uh, fast food line for In-N-Out burgers. Yeah, it's like two hour wait in a line in your car, and but the people were all about it. It was crazy. I'd certainly wait for it. Yeah. Maybe not two hours, but I'd wait thirty minutes. Yeah, well, that's the normal line now. So 
You'd be perfect here. <laughs> favorite quote in general. It says, you might as well have asked me my favorite movie. Fair enough. This is a hard question. I have tons of movie ones, but I'll go with something classic. Your shadow at morning striding behind you, or your shadow at evening rising to meet you, I will show you fear in A Handful of Dust by T.S. Eliot. I like that quote. I don't know what it's from, though. Yeah. I don't think Do I've you ever, know? I, I don't think I've ever heard it. I'd have to stare at it to uh, break it down, too, because I could not catch it on my first read-through. I'll have to come back and read it again. That is interesting, yep. though. Favorite Star Wars quote. I hope so, Commander, for your sake. The Empire is not as forgiving as I am. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> and, of course, I am your father. Slash, Luke, you can destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. So I'm, uh, with those quotes, I'm kind of questionable about the, not the next one, but the next, uh, the one after that, what he put, you know? But I guess we'll get there. I'll mention that. Favorite Star Wars movie, Empire Strikes Back. Never a bad choice. As far as Star Wars character goes. Yeah, exactly, right? That's been a, a favorite for a couple people now, right? Yeah, it has. Uh, seems to be the general favorite from most people I know. Yeah. Not surprising. But here's the part that is surprising. After all those Vader quotes, favorite Star Wars character, Boba Fett. Bespin Luke being a close second. So, I guess Boba Fett didn't really have too many quotes, so... Makes sense like, in that yeah. way. Yeah, he's a good addition but to the movie, but it'd be, like, it'd be nice if he would have had at least a few really good lines. Yeah, exactly. I just like to think he never opened his mouth because he probably had one of those squeaky voices, you know? <laughs> just never talked because he didn't want to get know. made fun of. He's like, I got this badass persona. I don't want to ruin that by talking, so I'll just go with that. Um, I, uh, looked up the quote that he had by T.S. Eliot, mm-hmm. and that is from The Wasteland. Ah, I don't think I've read it. Have you? Nope. Interesting. Favorite Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes characters. Number one, he put, well, he didn't really rank them. The first one he put was Ray, although he wishes she had a lightsaber. And I guarantee that's coming, if this game can last that long. Phasma. Yep, no question. Yeah, exactly. Phasma, Kaigon Jin, and Daka. I have all of them except Daka. Same here. <laughs> In his current arena comp, Phasma lead. Here we go again. Kaigon Jin, Ray, Daka, and Royal Guard. That's a fairly new team, I think, because he had just used his... 40 million credits to level up them to make this arena team, so hopefully it's going well for them. Oh, nice. I've seen that arena team in my server for quite some time now. It's been a pretty common staple, it seems like. 
I kind of wonder if his fifth favorite character would be Royal Guard. It would certainly fit and with that team. <laughs> it would. <laughs> see. What do you play Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes on? He says he plays it on an iPhone, but his B account is on BlueStacks on his Mac. Well, I'm happy that his BlueStacks still works on his Mac because I had to move to Android, which actually hasn't had any problems, but... Uninstall, install BlueStacks like 10 times, still never worked. Mm. So at least it I wanna, was just me, apparently. I want to jump on this for a second. I have not played on my computer. I have a Mac also. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, is, how is it playing on the Mac? It's actually or pretty computer good. computer in general. I, is it? I, my BlueStacks, Blue Stacks, right? Little certain things have black squares on them and don't show up. So like... Certain gears will just be a black box and you don't know what they actually are besides the name. And when you're in a battle, the lightsabers are just missing. There's no light in them. So it's just the the handle and no lightsaber. So it looks kind of funny. That's weird. But that was in Blue Stacks. I installed the Android, and uh, that one actually gets all, all the uh, visuals, so it works pretty good. And it's actually faster than my Blue Stacks was, so I enjoy it on there. It, it actually works cool. really quick. So if you want to check that out, it would probably work for you. Are you is your that. main account uh, iOS or Android? Yeah, iOS. Oh well, it would work perfect for a second account when you get bored, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three items you would want on a deserted island. He said his wife, beer, and a dog. Sounds pretty good. Uh, you got those, so you're pretty much set. Yeah, my wife. And flip my wife for his wife, and, and then that would be fine for me. Put in any attractive <laughs> female for me. Yeah, uh, see, there you go. <laughs> I'm not married either, though, so. <laughs> All right, well, here's your question. Invisibility or the ability to fly? And he picked fly. <laughs> Because why, But he said, why isn't Wolverine's healing factor a choice? I mean, if you'd said that, we wouldn't have called you wrong. <laughs> that can yeah. work, too. Yeah, that would be, that'd be a pretty nice ability to have, no question. And technically, you could fly. Because when you hit the ground, you'd just come back to life. So, <laughs> you're perfect. Yeah, you could fly like a rock. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what most people like anyway, right? When you jump out of a plane. You yeah, don't have to true. you don't have to throw the chute. You can just free fall all the way down. The ultimate ride. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you hit the ground and came back to life, perfect. So our next yep. question is uh Marvel or DC? He put Marvel. I agree. Team Iron Man or Team Captain America? I'm noticing a theme and I don't like it. Iron Man, but from a real life perspective, I'm torn. Everybody with their Iron Mans. I feel like I I thought I was the majority, but I am apparently the minority so far. I like more people on my team, so I'm all right with it. Well, so far it's uh, Wink, Bumayi, Zath, and uh, Nika against Dan. It's not looking good. It's all right. We will find some people for my team eventually. Yeah, may take a while, though. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Well, that'll take us right into the poll review. 
which I thought was pretty interesting. And I always say that, so you probably expected that, but really was. <laughs> I yeah, I, I agree. I mean, this was really interesting to kind of see what aspect of the game that people liked the most. Um, what what was the total number of um, answers? So there were eighteen answers, and uh, these are the numbers that came out from it. So I'm putting the numbers here. That's how many votes they got. So raids. So the the question was, what was your guild? What was your favorite part of the game? And I listed raids, events, arena, cantina battles, light side and dark side battles, galactic war, challenges, and what was the last one? There was one other one. I'll look it up while we go over this. But you want to take it? Go over the information sure. there. Um, Raiden Events had five total votes. Just over 27%. Uh, wasn't terribly surprised that that was the highest one. I would have liked to have seen more total votes on this to kind of get a better idea of how the entire guild feels on it. but Yeah. I, I wasn't terribly surprised by that or Arena with four votes at 22%. Uh, those do kind of seem like they have the most challenge and more variability. Um, some of, you know, because some of the other stuff is pretty basic and yeah, kind of repetitive. Yeah, same thing. And most of the time you sim it anyway. Yeah, certain things. I was kind of surprised. I thought that raid and arena would be the top two, and then followed by events. But events in this one tied with raid. Only one vote more than arena, so they're pretty much all three are in the same little area there. But yeah, the one that going off the rest of the information, right? So there were two votes for cantina battles. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm thinking maybe it was more about the fact that. You can get the character shards there easier. One of the best places because you can earn character shards with the battle and earn coins to get other shards. So there's a lot going on there. They're actually worth more of your time in ways. Yeah, probably. But light side, dark side battles got one. These last two weren't even here. But about 30 minutes before we started recording, I said... It was the last chance for anyone to vote, and it kind of broke and broke what I was thinking was going to happen. But light side, dark, dark side battles got one vote in that time, and so did Galactic War. So in the in the final seconds of this poll, Galactic War finally got <laughs> one vote, and it was really interesting to me to, to think that Galactic War was going to get no votes, right? Because I know that's something yeah. that people used to like to play. Then it sucked for a while, and then they fixed it again, and people were okay with it again, and then, you know, where it's at now. I just thought the fact that it had zero votes was crazy, because I would have think it would have been just under the top three ones there if we took this poll, like, yeah. three months ago. Yep, especially before they came out with the raids. I mean, Galactic mm-hmm. War probably would have been much, much higher, but... 
It shows you where the game's going, I guess. Yeah, for sure. It's like, from- and it's been kind of weird with the bugs, uh, which we'll get to, but um, just yeah. some of the changes that they've done recently. It's been kind of hard to keep up with, so I guess I'm not too terribly surprised there. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a lot of changes to keep up with. And on that note, we'll move into the game update from Wednesday and a little bit of the data mining that was done right after it. So I kept put this one at the top because I thought it was interesting when I heard about it and I was talking about it. And then I really went back and looked at it and it doesn't make much sense to me. So it was an, in the data mining, everyone was all excited because it says there's a new raid boss, right? It says General Grievous is said to be the new raid boss from the data mine, but only one line of code was found for it in all the data mining. Just one, and this is the code. Unique ability underscore Grievous01 underscore raid boss. And that was the only time raid was mentioned at all. And if you look in the data mine information, there's a ton, a ton of stuff on mods, which, you know, are due to come out next week. And then you got a bunch of information on something else that we'll talk about next called the Guild Exchange. And then throughout all that mush of text was one little line that says Grievous Raid Boss. So I don't know. Yeah. Do you believe it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, one thing that I thought was weird immediately whenever I seen it was that Grievous is already a character. Um, I kind of figured that with the next Raid Boss, they wouldn't go with someone who's already a character. I kind of see them going somebody else, but yeah. who knows? Gotta it wonder. Does like, seem a little bit weird. You heard? I heard, well, I don't know if you heard, but I heard a rumor it was gonna be like a droid tank, like one of their ground tanks that you fought in phases where you're taking out. First, you take out the guns, then you take out the treads, and then you take out whoever's in it, and it was like phase to beat this tank with a team or as a raid. And I thought, oh, that sounds yeah. like it would make sense, you know. There's not a certain character there. Just like the Rancor is a beast, you're not going to get a Rancor character. But then it's like Grievous, fighting Grievous, and Grievous is already released as a character. That just seems weird to me. But, I mean, yeah. if you go in the battles, you can fight Luke with Luke. Well, you can't really. No, you can in uh, Cantina battles. You can fight Luke with Luke. Not necessarily in, like, light side, dark side battles, but in Cantina you can fight certain people with themselves, you know? So, maybe, maybe, maybe true, maybe not. Just seemed weird that there'd only be one little snippet, like they forgot to just erase it out of the code. Like it used to be something that existed and doesn't anymore, I don't know. Yeah, and one thing that is kind of interesting is that it says unique ability. Um, if it was something that just had Grievous Raid Boss, I don't know I'd, that that it wouldn't necessarily make me think this, but kind of makes me wonder if it's something for um, like the challenges, how they have those special abilities that they give characters. Right, like in the Ewok event. Like yeah, a how it has the heal. Yeah, I kind of wonder if it's maybe something along those lines. That yeah, was something else possibly. I thought of. Who knows, though? I guess time will tell. Yeah, we'll go find out. So they're going to put up a bunch of information probably Monday-ish. So maybe that'll be in there. Who knows? 
One thing that I would assume would make it in there, if they're talking about more than just the mod thing, is something they was data mined called the Guild Exchange. So let me just read. These are... Can you hear me clapping? A little bit. <laughs> I, I'm very excited about this. This is... Oh, okay. This is one of the biggest things I've seen requested on the forums. I thought you were mic checking. I was like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this is pretty cool. I'm going to read off what the... So what it was data mine was basically, you know, when you run something for the first time, it gives you the information, kind of like a tutorial. Like they did the tutorial when you start the game. Hey, this is yep. a data pack, and this is how you open it, all that crap. Well, this is... Mm-hmm. This is what was data mined of what it says when you open Guild Exchange the first time. So I'll just read it off and then tell you what I think about it. This is the Guild Exchange console. From this area, you are able to seek assistance from your fellow Guild members by requesting items. You may issue a request by viewing required gear on a character. If you're lacking some of the components to craft, then the request button will be made available. Requests may only be made periodically, so choose careful which gear pieces to request from your Guild members. Then the next one, from here you may also de- donate towards other members' requests. Aiding fellow guild members is a great way to further secure success towards raids and other guild activities. Notice the request button. This item is eligible to be requested through the guild exchange. If you decide to request this item, then your other guild members will be able to do- make donations toward your goal. Requests last for a limited amount of time. Once your request goal has not has been met or time expires, then the donations made toward your request will be delivered to your inbox. And then the last one, guilds thrive with all of its members advancing, so be sure to return the favor back to your guild and help other members as often as possible. Have you ever played uh, Clash Royale? Yes. Yeah, so this reminds me exactly of that. A very similar feature in that, right? The one where you can request cards from your guild. I'm, this is what I assume this will probably just be like. And I'm assuming... The, I really hope so. The higher pieces, you can probably request a smaller amount than if you were to requesting, say, something green. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. This is a great addition because I know... I feel like everyone I've talked to has similar experiences as me, just with different pieces. I feel like every single raid, I get scanner pieces. I know the last six straight raids... I've either received full scanners or scanner salvage. That's it. And it would be nice to be able to swap those for someone else who's like getting droid collars or whatever. So uh, I couldn't be happier about this guild exchange idea. I'll be curious to see exactly how it's Im- implemented and if it's kind of like it was on Clash Royale to where... You limit the number of things you can get of more rare pieces or not. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, see. That, I think that'll be cool. There's definitely... I know that I have like a hundred of certain pieces and never get others. And I know other people need the ones I have a lot of and I need ones I never get. So it would be nice to just yep. trade those things around with everyone so everyone's getting what they need, you know. That'd be cool. Okay with that. I'm not a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder, so I assume like you know, if I put in for something, people will give, and 
if they need something and I have it, I don't mind giving because I w maybe I'll need it later on and maybe I'll just request it and get it later on, pay it forward, and everyone will be cool. So, yep. And I think our guild is that way, so everyone will be able to help each other out. One thing in there that made me kind of curious is the fact that it said something about further securing success towards rights and stuff for donating. I'll be curious to see exactly what they do with that, how they reward people for, um, you know, donating gear to other guild members. Yeah, definitely. You would think it would have a... I'm hoping on the guild page it has a counter, like, pieces donated, you know? So people know who's giving and who's not and who's just taking, you know? That'd be nice yeah. to see. Like, I don't... I mean, I'm not going to begrudge anyone if they are stingy, you know. But it'd be nice to know who the uh, the people going out of their way to help everyone else are, you know. Yeah, so. and I mean, nobody's going to expect anybody to donate gear that they need themselves. But. Right. If I if I'm farming stun cuffs like I am now, and someone asks for them, I'm going to be like, Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I need them to though, so <laughs> yeah. Yep, those are hard to come by. I thought you were going to mention the second part on the what you were just talking about, the further success, further secure success part, because then it says other guild activities. So it's like, what are the other guild activities that we'd need gear for? That must yeah. be coming in the future, because there's nothing other than raids right now. So. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I'd really like to see one of those guild activities be a way for guilds to actually compete against each other. Oh, but yeah. honestly, right now, I'm just going to be thankful that there's a way that guilds can actually work together now, aside from just completing the raid, because up until now, it's kind of been guild members against guild members, and this at least allows everybody to kind of team up and help each other. Yeah, definitely. This is kind of, not totally, but a good way to encourage working together other than fighting against each other in the raid. So, Yep. The next part, they introduced a galactic gear pack, and it's 600 crystals, and it has three grabs, and it's either 12 pieces of a salvage or one full piece. So I'm curious, have you bought one? I have not. I did, and I won't buy any more, I don't think. Because it gave me Mark V laptops. And I don't know how you are with those, but I have like over 500 of them. I have a ton of them. That. And then it gave me another one of the salvage pieces that I don't have any characters for that I have 150 raid pieces for. So... It did give me uh, furnace parts, which I used, but one out of three, so that I'm afraid that I'm going to get one out of three every time now for 600 crystals. I'm, I'm hesitant. So. How many of each pieces did it give you? It gave me 12 of each, so 12 laptops, 12 of the one piece, and then 12 furnace pieces. Okay. So, I mean, it, 600 crystals is pretty deep. Unless you're buying a pack oh, and sure. spinning it on them, but 
you do get decent stuff. It's just, as with most things, it's a roll of the dice. So I'm not sure of what I'm getting for spending so much, and I'd rather just spend it on other things. But yeah, it doesn't seem as terrible as the deal as a lot of other things. So not a bad deal. They're also yeah. worth. Uh, oh, go ahead. Wasn't there somebody in the guild that was working on a spreadsheet as far as showing what all everybody gets and kind of percentages? Yes. So if you go on the guild resources server on the Discord, uh, Mr. Spreadsheet Giggles has posted the spreadsheet on there so you can see all the pools and percentages and stuff right now on there so people can gauge whether they want to buy them or not or what they think see trends in so that's definitely in there okay cool nice resource definitely the other thing was there were three new achievements in the patch and they were all for uh guild stuff so pretty much free vader shards because all of us met all those i'm positive one was for guild currency created which was ten thousand so that would take two weeks, three weeks, not too long. The other one was for yep. finishing a certain amount of raids, and the other one was being in a guild. I can't remember what the third one was. They were all ones we all got, so free Vader shards, free credits, not too bad. Seems like they every patch they add new achievements that everyone has already finished. Well, everyone yep. but newer players, you know, so I'll take all the free stuff. I like free stuff. <laughs> completely agree no <laughs> issue with it and right here we, I have in the notes Grandmaster Training Debacle so this didn't affect me because I got my Yoda last time but this would have affected you had it not been changed you know what happened right yep yeah I do um, <laughs> I was actually pretty annoyed at first because I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to get all the characters I needed to complete the Yoda challenge since they moved it up. Well, I guess originally it was set to start on the 7th. Then they moved it to, I think, the 13th. And then they just moved it back. Um, And I was pretty disappointed that they'd moved it back up because I didn't think I was going to be able to get him. But fortunately, they did the double rewards on Cantina, and that helped a ton. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure that helped a lot of people get all the guys that they needed for that coming up. So that's good. Yep. That was another thing I didn't write in here that was kind of a surprise. They had double double cantina stuff for the summer. Did not see that coming, but I know that it's one that everyone liked, and people spend a lot of credits on it, so it works out for everyone there. And yep, another thing... I actually spent a 400 crystal refresh on it and i'm sure you'll agree with me that the uh the fact that they started it halfway through a day and everyone complained because it's like why did we only get half of one of two days to do this and then they changed it to 48 hours instead of two days so everyone got the same amount of time that was definitely appreciated because that gave me three different refreshes which you know makes it a lot cheaper Oh, yeah, I was sitting there wishing I would have saved mine, but... Yeah. Oh, well. At least I got two days' worth, so... 
Yeah, I'm almost done with my Genosian soldier now. He was at like 2 out of 100, but now I have him at 79 out of 100, so I will take all that extra Damn. time taken away from that, so really appreciate no that. No kidding. So. That definitely helps with getting those character shards. I pretty much finished Barris and started working on Lando so I can complete that scoundrel challenge, so... Yeah, I'll get to start my uh, Lando farm here a lot faster than I thought I was. So that was cool. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So we'll go into the community update review. A lot of stuff in there. A lot of stuff we already covered and some new stuff. But the first thing I wanted to mention was the Galactic War. It says, we will continue to adjust Galactic War as needed but there are currently no plans to make any additional changes in the future. So this one kind of surprised me. That's the first half of this. That surprised me because they had mentioned somewhere earlier that they were upping the... They mentioned it on Reddit, and it was CapGasp, but they mentioned on Reddit it was going up 150,000 credits at the very least for the rewards. Never said it was implemented, never changed anything yet. That was just said that that was coming. But then here they say there's no plans to make any changes in the near future. So yeah, throw out the credit a slight idea? Pay, no, I think the payout increase, I think they'll probably still do. I kind of think that they're meaning as far as difficulty and all that stuff. The stuff that's caused a big fuss mainly. But I, I sure, who knows? I sure hope so because... If they're not going to change the difficulty, upping the rewards, even if it's small, and then they change it more later or whatever, would at least help a little. I mean, it's not going to not going to make everyone happy, but it would sure be nice to get more credits from it. As long as they weren't all yeah, coming from sure. the last node. <laughs> because that yeah. one still gets <laughs> me once or two out of three days. So, But the thing about it is, on the last note, that's the second part of this. We will be addressing a bug that appears for high-powered teams where the final node is very weak team for them. This should be fixed in an update in the near future. So for No, everyone, don't fix that. I've had that. Yeah, it's amazing. See? I've never had it, so it's all, 12's always been a jerk for me, but I know a lot of people in our guild posting these ridiculously terrible teams on the last node right after that terrible... 11th node and being happy about it and now that is just going away so that's the only change they're making in the near future is to make it harder so cool sweet change but I guess if it's a bug that they never intended they would have fixed it regardless of what people thought so yeah kind of stinks for everyone and I know that was a big hot topic on discord earlier but yeah that's what they put in the update and I guess we'll see that come soon so if they do do an update and Galactic War gets destroyed again like it did this week, we'll know what the change was this time because I really <laughs> had no idea why Galactic War would get screwed up in this week's update when there wasn't any listed change to Galactic War. So it's like, were you, were you ninja nerfing it or were you ninja making it harder again? Like, why wasn't there anything in there and why would it change? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what they're go- what's going on in their head? 
<laughs> yep. So this is good news. Not really for us, because luckily we weren't in the middle of a raid and we didn't get screwed over like everyone else with this. But, you know, I was talking about how... No, we didn't talk about this last week. So basically when they up, updated this week, one of the bugs was anyone that had an open raid for any guild, it was closed immediately and finished and completed. So if you had a tier 7 that was halfway done and only 20 people had gone... 20 people got rewards. No one else was given anything. So if you didn't get to get in there and do anything in your guild's raid, you didn't get anything. I think we can both agree that would really <laughs> make everyone that wasn't in there mad, right? Oh, yeah. I'd be pissed if that would have happened to me, no question. They said they were looking into it going to try to figure out exactly what guilds it happened to and who it happened to and try to get it resolved but we know how quickly these things get resolved yeah right i don't expect anything to come to me for shattered order but some of these other guilds randomly on one day i'm sure will log in and have 60,000 extra currency put in their bank i'm guessing that's probably what they'll give since a tier yeah. 7 costs 60 and they probably don't want to worry about what raid everyone had open and just throw coins at people, so. Yep, hopefully that's all they do. Yeah. Since we, since it didn't really screw us, definitely don't want other guilds getting the extra. Oh, yeah. They're like, everyone got one complete raid piece and 60,000 coins. Sorry to everyone else. <laughs> I don't, man, I should open one right before the patch. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Weekly update also mentioned the new major updates will come out. It will have a manual update on the 12th of this month and a forced update on the 13th. So the thing we're going to talk about in the main topic will come out next week on either Tuesday night or for sure Wednesday morning. So that's that'll be interesting once we get into that. Another thing that I mentioned in the community update was new ally cap at 50. I know you were telling me that you were excited about this. Yep. I think it more or less just helps a lot of other people. I've pretty, like, for me, I've beat most of the uh, battles that you would need an ally for, but I know there are a lot of people that still need them, so having those additional ones, and not to mention at least now it's at 50 to where... You can have everybody in your guild on there, so you're only, you know, helping your guild and helping all of your guild, I guess, when you do actually use that person. Yeah, I uh, love using our guild members because a lot of them have people I obviously never have, right? DACA, like when people have DACA set up so I can use her, just different yep. things, help me get through cantina battles, dark side, light side. It's nice, and then, you know, being able to have everyone in the guild as an ally or people's alts in there. Yeah, for sure. I know I went through and deleted uh, everybody that wasn't a guild member out of my ally list. Well, here's one most people probably wouldn't even think about, but really affects me as the guild leader is whenever I, try to, whenever I am recruiting or trying to get someone into the guild... I have to make space for them in my ally, ally group. Like, I have to delete someone and then add them. 
to be able to invite really? them to the guild. So I was constantly deleting people, you know, adding people to it and inviting them to the guild. It was constantly cycling through. So it'll be nice to have more than 35. I probably won't fill it up just so that I never have to do that again. Because it just got... It's like, oh, you're in the guild, but I need this space for this person that might be in the guild, you know? So Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. I'm excited for that. It'll be nice. <laughs> what I'm not excited for is every time someone beats me in Arena, getting an invite for it. Because that gets real annoying. <laughs> but what is nice is when you get one of those invites and then you go and your arena rank hasn't changed and you're like, ha, that bastard lost to me. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah, it's a nice little indicator. <laughs> That's funny. So another one that well, I saw in the bugs that was pretty cool, just another one to mention that pro- most people probably glossed over. I did until I read it and I mentioned it to you before the show. But it's kind of cool. I mean, if, you, if you're going to buy them, you might as well know they're there, right? It says, gear items which are present in guild shipments at the time are now displayed in the fine flow. So if you are on your array, let's say, and you are looking at furnaces and the pieces you need for it, if there's a full furnace or furnace salvage or whatever the case might be in the shipments at the time, it'll show it there. So you can go to shipments and buy it if you have the crystals and want to get it that way. So I thought that was pretty nice. Because I never check yeah. shipments, ever. Uh, I do it when I go in and to buy for the daily, and I go in when I look at like the character shards when they reset, but I don't ever really pay attention to that too much. So it'll be nice to just have it there. Just a small, yeah, for sure. small quality life thing. It doesn't make any sense why it wasn't there to begin with either, so... Yeah, exactly. Finishing something that should have been there, kind of. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably part of it. A lot of those bugs were that way that they listed. All right, and uh, the next topic is the main topic. Uh, You guys may have heard about this. I don't know, it was kind of a small deal on some of the forums and whatnot. Apparently, they are adding what they're going to call mods to our characters. And apparently, mods is the little data card thing that we've seen... Uh, was it last week when they left that as a little clue? Yep. Last week they put that, everyone thought it was a data card, which I guess it is, but not exactly the kind we thought. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's definitely a different spin, something we haven't seen in the game yet, a way to actually kind of customize your characters a little bit. Uh, so kind of go ahead and hit some of the bullet points of it. Um, they provide a significant boost to stats of a character. Mods have a rarity, which can range anywhere between 1 and 7. There are 6 mod slots on each character. Each mod is associated with a particular slot. As example, a stabilizer mod can only be assigned to the stabilizer slot. So those are all those little... I'm assuming those are all the little shapes we saw, like the square, the arrow, triangle. Yep, that's what I'm assuming. Uh, Each mod is associated with a particular attribute, like a health mod, a speed mod, um, critical 
damage mod, health, uh, offense. I can't remember what all of them are. Potency, tenacity, Potency. probably things like that. Yep. I don't know what the yep. exact ones are for the main stats are, but those are what I'd assume, those types of things. And a mod has a primary stat and has up to four secondary stats. Which they all... S- go ahead. I, I say I don't know what the secondary stats would be. Like yeah, maybe tenacity and potency are secondary stats? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, since I think we'll get into it, but I think they had those listed as kind of one of the main ones. I kind of wonder if like maybe the health one will also give, you know, like some health or speed or something along those lines. Protection, maybe? Maybe that by secondary stat? Yeah, maybe. Like a health mod secondary stat having protection on there, too? Or or health steal or something along those lines? Yeah, that would make sense. Kind of theme them. Yeah. Um, Each mod has a level that can be increased, and they max at level 15. And they have a tier which determines the number of secondary stats that's on the current mod. Hmm. That's interesting. And how they... I just... Yeah. I'll talk to you on it once you hit the point that makes that interesting to me. Okay. Um, How you get mods is mod battles. Basically, you use your Cantina energy to do the mod battles, and that unlocks that level 50. Is level 50 the same that Cantina unlocks anyway, or do you know? Cantina is level 18, so... Okay. Is it 18? Yeah, it's pretty low. I think it's 18. I don't That's remember what, I what opens at 50. Sure. I don't think anything opens at 50, so this might be the only thing starting there. Okay. Um, each stage is associated with a particular mod set. For example, stage one are health mods. So and what I confused this with the first time I read it is... So let me just go back. I'll read the next one to make my point. There are seven nodes on each stage, one for each of the six slots, and a seventh node where a random slot is earned. So I had originally thought that each stage was a certain set. So like stage one would be health, stage two would be offense, stage three, you know, and so on, speed. But apparently... I thought the same thing. But I guess I was opposite. So each stage has one node for each stat. And yep. each each stage fits a different mod slot. So I think there was something with the way that they wrote the information in the post on the data mind information mm-hmm. that made it kind of seem that way because you and I both got that same idea and I talked to someone else that kind of got the same idea but the way that they make it sound on here you know each the seven battles in each stage are different each one and then I'm going to assume that um, as you increase the stages then you get to the more and more rare mods. Yeah. Or? It's interesting that these... Uh, it's it's better to do it this way than what I was thinking, I think, because you're no not... Question. Everyone has to finish 
every stage to be able to max out a set. So if you want all health and you want the set bonuses for health, you have to do stage one on every, or node one on each stage to get that set. So you're going to have to finish all of these mod stages to be able to pick and choose what sets you want to go after every piece for. You can't just say, I'm only going to do stage one because I'm only ever going to do health. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's yep. kind of nice. Well, nice Agreed. and bad in a way, you know, it just depends on how you play, I guess. Yeah. Well, one thing I was worried about was that maybe you would have to go through all these different battles before you could get to a different mod, which I think would have kind of sucked, but at least with the way they're doing it, it cuts that out and I think this next logically makes sense. I think this next point is the one that threw us off because it says there initially will be eight stages. Each stage was with its own unique mod set. So that must that that almost seems to negate the two points before it, unless unique (laughs) mod set is um the the what I'm I'm assuming is the rarity. Yeah, that could probably be too. It's just confusing when you don't have it right in front of you. Yeah, that's true. So I'm guessing we'll go into a little bit more detail on it next week. Oh yeah, get some get some actual time in there and give our thoughts. So this next one is a yep. big one for a lot of people that read the data mining stuff. And that's there are no character restrictions in mod battles. So according to the data mine, and I'm sure you saw this, they said that if you wanted to get speed, you would have to have a certain type of team, like Jawas. Or if you wanted potency, you'd have to have Tuskins. And some of the things that listed in the data mine were teams that can't even exist, right? So like a full Tuscan team does not exist, so it would have been impossible to get these things unless they started introducing characters like crazy in the next few weeks. But I I kind of thought they maybe they were trying to make this into another game that came out this week and trying to make us catch them all or something. Seriously, if they found a way to give us more shards, then that would this would have made more sense. But the way it is now, with that would never have worked. So yep. it's nice to know there's no restriction. You just take in your best teams and wipe the floor. Now I'm curious if they'll let, allow you to use allies in this too. I think so because it's a can- it's yeah, like cantina. Probably. So you have in cantina you take an ally with you. So I'm assuming this is too. Yep, that's kind of what I'm assuming. But kind of no. skipped over that one, didn't I? Which one? It says rarity one and two mods are earned from mod battles with node seven, providing the best opportunity. Okay, so every node can give you a rarity one or two. And remember, the rarities go from 1 to 7. So every node can give you rarity 1 or 2, but if you do 7, which is the random one, so it won't necessarily give you the health one you want or the speed one you want, but a random one, if you do 7, it'll provide you the best chance at a rarity 2 mod. So you'll probably get a rarity 2 mod, but you don't know that it'll be the stat you want. That's what the node 7 does. Interesting. Agreed. Again, one of those things that we'll understand better once we actually see it in action. 
totally. Because from that I read, how in the world would I ever get rarity three through seven then? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that may be something that progresses as you go through stages also. Right. Um, one thing that we kind of already touched on is, you know, use the cantina energy. Uh, you will also still be able to earn ability mats and cantina currency. And this is where the big problem good. for me is. So you're either going to have to choose to do mods to make your existing characters better, or you're going to have to do choose to continue to do cantina battles to get characters. So that kinda... I don't really have an issue with the way they're doing it given that they are still giving cantina currency. If you weren't getting cantina currency, I would have a huge problem with it, but at least now you can do the mod battles and get the mods that you need while still farming somebody from cantina. Yeah. So you'll still get some shards. It's just you have to choose whether farming for shards or mods is more important to you. And eventually yep. you'll have the mods you want and you can go back. So that it's not like it's going to end it forever, but you do have to make a choice here. So that'll be, like I said, we haven't had it yet, so I can't really bang the gavel yet, but that's just an interesting choice. Like why wasn't it its own energy? I don't know. Yep. Uh, something else is, they say they're rearranging the elements to incorporate mods. So your character name and the categories and all the information that you see in the HUD are going to be altered. I'll be kind of curious to see how they do that. Because there's already quite a bit of information on there, given the size, you know, most people play on a mobile device. So there's only so much screen real estate. Yeah, um, I, th I think I read somewhere that there will be like an entirely new section for mod management, which will certainly help. But. Yeah, I've seen the picture of it. It's got the, that data card in the middle, your mods on your left, and your character and their stats on the right. So it's, it's a whole new screen. Looks pretty slick. be interesting to see how it's implemented and how it works, but... It is definitely something where you're in the screen, you click on the character, and it takes you to a totally separate UI. So Interesting. Haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I think it's on the the first mods announcements they did yesterday. So if you go back and look okay. at that, you'll be able to see it, I think. I will go back and check that out. So. Uh, and... Next thing we have on here is kind of what you were just discussing is the mod management screen. Mm -hmm. uh, mods, one thing we haven't touched on is the fact that mods can be assigned and they can also be removed. Um, hmm. I'll be kind of curious to see exactly what it costs to remove a mod. Um, I think they said that it costs credits, won't cost crystals. Fingers crossed on that actually being the case, but we'll see. Yeah, my question will be, when I remove it, is it destroyed or do I keep it? I think I've seen somewhere that 
to keep it, it'll cost more than just removing it and losing it. Okay. Well, depending on its rarity, I might just want to keep it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And some of the more common stuff, it's probably worth saving the credits and just letting it get destroyed. Yeah. If you don't want it on there anymore. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, set bonus and max set bonuses. Uh, assigning multiple mods to the same s- set on a character will provide a set bonus. It says some set bonuses require two assigned mods and others require four. Up to three sets can be active at a time. So a s- max... So that means six total mods per character. And if you have the most a set bonus will provide is four. So if you wanted four speed things in there, you could do that and get the full bonus and then have two of something else. Or you could go all speed and six, but only four of them would give you the max set bonus. I'm thinking out loud here because I haven't read through this yet, so that makes sense. You could max out speed and then decide to throw in a couple health or potency or whatever. That's pretty cool. And then a max set bonus can be earned once all mods in a set are at max level, which is level 15. Gotcha. Interesting, for sure. And I'll say this. Everyone, the big complaint I've seen about this new thing is that it's just a lot of more thinking to put into this game. Yep. But to be honest, it's, it's fine for me. I enjoyed that part of it. I know that I will probably try things that most people won't and then end up not liking it and trying something else while others find it immediately and are better than me. But I think it'll be fun to uh, just kind of test new things and see what happens. I completely agree. It'll finally be nice to be able to put your own touch on the characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, characters that you already like what they do, be able to modify them just a little bit to help your team a little bit more. It'll definitely keep from, or at least I think it'll keep from having all these super meta arena teams like there are now. There will be more ways to combat that and make your characters better against you know, certain teams. And just kind of play to the strengths of your team more so than you're allowed to now. So since we're kind of talking about it, I'll just put my fear with this out right now. The one thing that makes me skeptical. So, in I played a lot of World of Warcraft back in the day. Kind of gave up on it in the last year and a half because I just got tired of playing it for, you know, almost a decade. So... But I had a lot of time in that game, and there's a lot of things in there. They added, and they put in, and it just... It was to make your characters more diversified, right? But what always happened was... Everyone did the same exact thing to max their characters, and that became the only thing that worked. And if you tried anything else, you weren't as good, or your stats weren't as good as this one thing. So my only worry with this is that... There won't be min maxing, or there will be min maxing to the point where there's one thing that's better than everything else, and if you don't use that, you're behind everyone else. So it would basically just be the same as having gear, but now you have to have mods, and you have to have these mods to be good. And that's the only thing I'm afraid of. 
if you add all speed to one and that makes them good and someone added all health to theirs and that makes them just as good, I'll be totally fine with that. As long as it doesn't become, you have to do this to be good and you can't do this, this, or this to, and you won't be as good, then I won't have a problem with it. But that's what I'm afraid of. And while they, everything was put in to be, oh, you can make your character different than everyone. We have all these talents you can choose from and you, can, you have all these... Uh, glyphs you can put in but it became you had to have these three glyphs and you had to have these talents if you wanted to be the best and that's what I'm afraid this is going to turn into one thing that I'm not quite as well I guess I'm not quite as concerned about that as you are um, thinking I haven't I didn't play World of Warcraft so I'm not exactly sure how that worked out but I kind of have hope because of the way that you can, or the way that they limit the number of mods you can put on there. You can't entirely go all one way, and there's a limited number. I don't know, I just... Maybe I'm just having too much faith in EA. Yeah, I just don't, I don't even know if it's an EA thing necessarily, just so much as in any game it's really hard to balance putting this type of thing in and have each one be viable and not one ever outperform the others, you know? Yeah. But then I kind of think to something like, say, Call of Duty, for example. On your weapons, there's a ton of different ways to mod them. I know it's first-person shooter. It's not a turn-based strategy. It's a little bit different. But you can kind of customize your equipment to do what you want it to do and to play towards the way that you like to play more. And I'm just kind of hoping that this does that rather than what you're saying. Definitely. I would very be, I would very be, I would be very happy with that. So yeah, that'd be cool. I'm a, I'm yep. cautiously optimistic. Let's just say that. Agreed. hundred percent. There's a few more things on here. One of them was selling mods. So if you have extras of ones you're not going to use on anyone, you can sell them for credits, I assume. And that's just hopeful thinking that these mods are selling for better credits than back when you could sell gear, because that was a joke, and I would hope that they learn from that. You know what I One mean? One thing that's interesting is that it says, in the sell screen, mods can be sold for credits. Kind of makes me think if they're just bringing back the cell screen. Yeah, that'd be interesting, because why would you have a cell screen if the only thing you could sell was mods? I guess we'll wait for more information on that on Monday. Maybe they'll say something. Those 700 white pieces you have, you can sell again. Oh, that'd be so nice. I could use those extra 1,400 credits. Yeah, exactly. If they do bring it back, they've got to up the credits. And here's... The last section here on upgrading mods will say exactly why that needs to be a thing with up, updated prices for what you sell back. So the last section is upgrading mods. Mods can be upgraded to become more powerful. Awesome. Here's the not awesome part. Well, we'll get to it. Mods can reach up to level 15. That's the highest mod you can get. Each level up increases the primary stat on the mod. So speed, health, whatever. 
At levels 3, 6, 9, and 12, a secondary stat will be added for existing second or an existing secondary stat will be increased. So the four secondaries, that's the points where you get them. Mods are upgraded by spending... This is the one. Mods are upgraded by spending credits to increase the XP of the mod. So here we go with more credit spending. Another thing yeah. you just have to spend your credit on. And you have to jump from level, either level 1 or 2 to level 15. That's a lot of credits, and I assume it's not going to be cheap. Nothing is yeah, ever cheap. Yeah, I'm really hoping it's... I'd rather it be more like a kind of like the shard thing with characters rather than just spending credits, mm. you know, to where you have to get so many of them to go the next level rather than, you know. Just... I got you. So let's say you need to earn five of this mod to get the next one and then spend a thousand credits to bump it up. Something like exactly. that. Okay. That would be, that would make a little more sense in my head. That's a good thing, and I never thought about that. The next one says, it's possible. So, this kind of reminds me of the when you buy credits from a data card. It says here, it's, it's possible to receive a large XP boost immediately upgrading the mods level. So, when you use your credits, or if you have some kind of shard type system and credits, when you spend it to move it up a level, it's possible to receive a large XP boost. So I'm guessing you can get the normal XP you're paying for, or it might magically double or triple, you know, like it does with the credit things you can buy, where it's you either get 6,500 or maybe you get 150,000. Oh, yeah. That's what this sounds That's like to me. That's so. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I really hadn't thought about what it sounded like, but that... Seems right in line with the statement. So just hope you get the triple sevens every time. Like you're hitting those Vegas slots. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> so the last one is to prevent highly valuable mods from being sold or destroyed. Mods can be locked. Thank God. Because if you have fumble fingers <laughs> like me, you would probably delete something <laughs> and then want to delete the game. Like, oh, I finally <laughs> got that tier seven mod and i deleted it yeah so you can lock them this is a this is a system that's very similar if anyone plays destiny if you get the highest level weapons you can lock them so you can never delete them because it's very easy to just hold square for a second and delete things in that game and they made it so you can lock it and unless you unlock it there's no chance you can delete it so that's a pretty nice feature to me Yep, and that was the whole reason why they got rid of the sell system to begin with was people accidentally selling stuff they didn't want to sell. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that locking thing will actually will bring back the full sell. Yeah, because you're right there. It does says from being sold. So Well, we did talk about you could sell them earlier, but it seems like there's a lot of sell options going on here. So hopefully... We get some kind of new system there. That'd be nice. Yep, for sure. Well, that kind of brings us to the end of this week's podcast. A lot of information there. A lot of stuff, I'm sure. I know that we missed a few things. I'm thinking back now of the things I didn't put in here, but 
it was just an overload of information this week, but I like it that way, so I will take yeah, that. Yeah, and this will at least... Or this will at least get everyone prepared for when the update comes out because I know we'll be digging into it quite a bit, you know, Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll probably have a hell of a show next Friday, or at least that's the plan. Oh, yeah. Hopefully get some review from everybody in the guild, some ideas, and just hopefully have a lot of stuff to talk about. (laughs) Paul might just be... Do you like this or do you hate it? Put it up on yeah, the Thursday and just see what people say. Who knows? So, uh, maybe we should try to jump in quickly on the forums and throw in a poll there, try to get some feedback. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice, too. Some larger numbers and see how that goes. Definitely. Compare them to the guild. What does our guild think Ex- compared yeah. to everyone else? Yeah. be interesting. Well, awesome, man. Cool. Look excited to see that big update coming up in about four days, so that'll be cool. Yep. All right. Well, well uh, got any other f- good advice for people? Mm, no, not really, other <laughs> than make sure you get that update Tuesday night. Let yeah. us know what you think. Don't eat yellow snow in the middle of the <laughs> summer, especially in the summer, because that would be terrible. Why are you eating snow in the summer? Yeah, that's... Especially helpful tip in the middle of the summer. I'm glad I could help you all. So I hope you all have a good week, and we'll end it on that note. Sounds good. Later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.